Okay, so we're going to go ahead and record my first therapy session in, I don't know, 20 plus years. So bear with me. I am, this is all new to me because I'm doing a telemedicine or telehealth recording or visit. So I've never done this myself. I know I work with a lot of clients that use telehealth. But for me, personally, never done it. So I'm excited for more than one reason. A, to be able to talk about myself for a half hour, or however long it is. And B, to, you know, just see what is out there. See what, um, what therapy looks like today. Because like I said, it's been a while for me. So I still have four minutes Probably started too early. Maybe I'll just take a pause and come right back to this. Yeah, that's what I'll do. 10.57, three minutes to go. Very excited. So is Charlie Brown. He's right here waiting. All right. Hang in there. We'll be uh, recording this therapy session any moment now. Is this your first time in counseling, Sharon? No. No. We had counseling this year, last year. No. How long ago did you have counseling? Hmm. Well, 15 years ago when I moved here from New York, probably. But it was, it was only like two sessions and then before that. So it's been like 25 years since I've been in therapy. Okay. So that's a while then. That's a long time. Right. So I saw that you wanted to work on several issues, plus you also wrote down family relationship, what's been going on, how can I help Sharon? So it's not really, um, to be completely transparent with you, I, I work in this industry, in the healthcare industry, and I, I recently wrote a book about mental health, and I, I get a lot of requests for like what I should do and where I should go, and I'm not a clinician, nor do I ever want to be, so kudos to you for going and doing whatever it is that you had to do to become a, so you're um, a therapist, right? I'm a licensed mental health counselor for Florida, yeah. So Love that. Supervision and all that, yeah. So I picked you specifically because I think I saw addiction in there, right? Addiction specialty. Um, so And mental health issues. So I'm 25 years sober, hence why I haven't been in therapy in 25 years. Okay. And um, I suffered really bad from depression. Every time I tried to get sober before that, so I have not taken any antidepressants or I've been good for 25 years. I took Prozac for my first six months of recovery. And then I was, um, uh, then I was put on Prozac, but I had a therapist like yourself um, and he helped to wean me off of it. So I feel very blessed in the sense that I had like, um, like a trio of, I had love in my family and I had, you know, AA and I had therapy and medication. So as soon as the, um, I was done with the medication, I never had to go back because I just stayed with my 12 step recovery group, which I'm still very involved in today. Okay. So, but now like I'm married 10 years <laughs> Great. and, uh, I own two businesses and I am very busy. Thank God. But, 
And I, I think, of course, I would like everybody in my life to go to therapy because maybe, maybe they're not like a drug addict or an alcoholic um, or suffer from severe depression, but maybe they could be better. So I had this moment where I thought, well, if I'm going to say that, like maybe I should check myself, you know? So I feel like this is more of like a, it's more like prevention for me because I, I work in the preventative industry in healthcare. Um, so a lot of my doctors, even the primary care doctors that I've worked with, I don't think have a true understanding. And I ran pediatrics for eight years before I opened my own business. So because they would come to me because I disclosed that I was sober. Um, so if any of the kids came in with addiction problems, I would just go and tell them about the resources. Like you could call Al-Anon or you could call AA. And I think people are shocked to find out they don't have to do what my parents did, which was spend a ton of money on rehabs. Not that they're not great. Certainly planted the seed for me. But um, there's so much free resources. And like for you, uh, for example, I got all these recommendations of who to go to. And then I was like, well, why don't I try Teladoc? Because I know my husband has great insurance. Okay. And I thought, well, this is great. Like, I don't have to leave my house. Right. You know, I don't even have makeup on. (laughs) It's fantastic. (laughs) You know, I don't have to go out into the real world um, for another hour. So it's so beneficial, and I think mostly because there's so many people that are scared of going out and get help and all the stigma that surrounds, obviously, you know, mental health and depression and addiction and all of that, that um, I would like to be able to tell people what it's like. But I never talk about anything unless, first of all, I practice it myself, right? So I thought, well, you know, if I'm going to recommend therapy, even for my husband, I should probably think about checking myself, right. you know, because right. God knows I have, I have my own um, stress in my life because of the busyness. And if I'm going to be any kind of a resource, I, I see so much hypocrisy in my own industry that I want to, I don't want to be that. So I'll leave you with that mouthful there. Okay. What do you do in the, in the medical field? So I help docs navigate through their business. So since I was in my 20s, since I got sober, I've been very blessed in the sense that I got my act together pretty quickly. And, um, and I started in telecommunications in Manhattan, broke my ankle, whatever, doesn't matter, and ended up at New York Medical. So I ran a very large organization um, you know, going up the ranks pretty quickly because you've been exposed to alcoholics and drug addicts. We might be afflicted in one area, but we're usually pretty grateful when somebody gives us a dollar. So I just work really, really hard because I knew I had this great second chance. And um, so I, I ran these company, this medical company um, along with the vice president and the CEO. And then I moved here 15 years ago and There wasn't anything like what I was doing in New York. So I thought, well, I'll just take a job in medical. Um, And I used to hire practice managers, and now I was going to be one. Then I went into pediatrics, so I went from adult medicine to pediatrics. And then I just noticed a trend that, like, all doctors need help in business and all 
like the, the whole healthcare industry needs help in business and they should not probably do much else than stick to what they're good at. So I help them navigate now through their businesses and, um, and I love it. You know, I only work really with people that are doing um, things differently. I have a lot of docs that are using telemedicine, telehealth. Um, As a matter of fact, I was with one of my alternative psychiatrists last week in Sarasota and he didn't know that um, Teladoc um, was a platform for psychiatry or something like that. Like they, they couldn't get into the plan. So I thought this is perfect timing for me because I do sometimes feel like I'm always helping the masses, you know, that it's important for me to really just make sure that I'm grounded myself. Right. Exactly. I'd like to check myself back into a rehab. 30 days and talk about myself. Okay. That's a joke, but right. <laughs> not really. If I could. Yeah, it'd be nice. Mm-hmm. So you haven't drank now for 25 years. Is yeah. Mm-hmm. August right. 11th was my last drink. 1994. Okay. 1994. Excellent. Yeah. Good. So I'm quite the nerd now. Okay. So you wanted to talk about maybe some stress reduction ideas, self-care activities, cognitive behavioral techniques to help with all that? Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, like yesterday was a perfect example of me, my, the girl that works with me, um, she gets to be like this person that gets to hear all my bitching about <laughs> my clients. Right. And I'm like, Oh, and then I was looking at my calendar. I'm like, Oh my God. Well, thank God I have, I have therapy tomorrow. Right. Because I, if I'm not telling her, I'm not telling anybody. She's a, she's a client of yours. No, she does the digital media for my company. So, to one of my companies. So I think that it's just, uh, and I say all the time, I practice self care, right? So I get up at 5 a.m. every morning, I work out, and then I meditate. Like, I know that because of my journey to recovery, I've been given all these great, like, well, if you don't practice it yourself, then you're going to run into a real problem. But I started to notice recently that, like, one of my biggest issues was what my mom refers to as the dear Abby syndrome. You know, I was the dear Abby growing up. Everybody came to me in broken homes or whatever. And I took on everybody else's stuff. And then I ended up being the one that became an alcoholic and a drug addict. So if I don't replenish all the time, and I might do it with meditation or working out, but I'm not really talking to anybody. Because the truth is, I'm just too tired when I get home. I mean, nobody would believe what I do throughout the day. <laughs> so I don't, you know, I just, I don't bother because I know I'm just going to have to do it again tomorrow. Right. So I think that sometimes it's a, it's a good idea to be able to air it out with somebody, which, you know, that's what I'm doing here with you. Right, exactly. It's probably better to air it out with them. Therapist, you know, versus um, your work work colleague, those two relationships can be um, can get messy sometimes. Yeah. So, how do you like the telehealth? I like it. About half my business now is telehealth. Really? Wow, that's great. Good for you. Yeah. So, telehealth and also on better health uh, talk 
talk space. Mm-hmm. So that's the Talk space, yes. I gave my brother the gift. That's what I mean about me. I gave my brother the gift of talk space. Mm-hmm. I think I spent like $100 and he could text or something even at the time. Right? Is texting a part of it? Okay, that's mostly it. Mostly just text therapy. It's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, it's wonderful, especially if your insurance is covering it. Right. If you're busy, you can text your therapist, you know, look. Couple times during the day, and they'll respond. And so yeah, it's great for certain people. It's not for everybody. Yeah, no, it's not for everybody. Yeah, you're right. right. But a lot of people don't want to come to your office, and not because like I wouldn't care. I would I would tell everybody I was going. I do tell everybody I'm going to mm-hmm. therapy. But I would. Um, I I know that people are afraid to walk into an office <clears throat> because they're they're afraid of the stigma or somebody seeing them or that they're less of a, a man, I would say, more so than the women. They have more of an issue. Right, some men, yeah, do, yeah. There's still a stigma, but it's, it's better than it used to be. Mm-hmm. 25% of the U.S. population now seeks mental health services, which is Better, good. yeah, yeah, better. So I guess that the onset of this was my, my husband doesn't, you know, he's a man. Pretty obvious, right? By the fact that he's a husband, but you know he he's very positive. He's a you know I, I tend to refer to him like Mister Rogers. You know he's very happy. You know I'm sure I, I'm sure he like most people had all of these issues growing up, but he doesn't have a problem with alcohol or drugs, and he works out a lot and like juices. And when him and I have our own um, struggles, which are not many, but you know I'd say two three times a year. You know, it can be ugly because we don't fight, you know, so it's like it's all pent up for that one time. And I am I get resentful at the fact that he does not want to do something like that. But, you know, it was like this aha moment recently that I know sometimes somebody else being an example of something and that's not the M.O. for coming here, but I feel like. I, I only have to be responsible for me getting better, right, and doing better. Right. I, I can't be responsible for him, and I don't want to be. And if he wants to just, you know, read a book by Gary Goleman, which he doesn't seem to enjoy it because he doesn't read it all the time, you know, to maybe help with our issues that are not big or not paramount, but I just feel communication is so prevalent. And because I do that all the time, like, I do get frustrated that people, not just him, but people don't just talk about the shit that is wrong. Right. And, and if we talk about how mental health and, and suicide and depression or whatever it is that we're going through is, um, if we talked about it more, it became more of the norm, we wouldn't have as many issues, you know? And I guess too selfishly. Do you deal with kids at all? Um, I work with mostly teenagers and up. Oh, okay. So what's the age range about? Um, a 13 for me. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I do well with small children as far as therapy. Um, yeah. I think it's a specialty, right? Like anything else. Um, I, I'm, I'm speaking tomorrow to a bunch of kids about mental health. Oh. Which is exciting. <laughs> And I, I think if we do have the opportunity to be able to speak to kids when they're young, 
we have a greater advantage of there being issues in the future, right? Sure. But it really is still so... It really is just, I mean, I have it in my own life. I have a stepson. He's 16 now. And um, I remember we had an issue years ago, and we were going to see a psychologist, a child psychologist. And um, and when it came time to bring his, uh, his mother into it, she was afraid that he was going to feel bad. Um, that she Well, she felt bad because she thought other people would judge him if he was going to therapy. And I'm like, right. I'm like that, that, that. That's not the issue. Is you having a problem with it, not him? Because right. you know he actually was thrilled to go. Right. <laughs> right. He was so happy. He was like, I really like Mr. Ben. He's fantastic. And um, and I am trying to come up with some type of way to talk to them about it, and for myself more. You know, I don't. I think some people, because of what I do for a living, they feel more comfortable telling me because I'm not a doctor and I'm not a therapist. Right. So they feel more normal. <laughs> right. Where I'm like this advocate, like, just go. It helps you feel so much better. I mean, I was doing a video vlog every single day, and it was like therapy for me. There's that. I got it all out. So what, what do you think with kids? Like, well, I've heard that many schools now are doing the mindfulness techniques. In public schools, not in private where mine is. Well, that would be <laughs> something, something to be encouraged and talked about in even private schools. Yeah. I think all kids can benefit from that. Mindful, mindfulness techniques, you know, exercise, stress reduction, deep breathing, meditation, talking about your issues. Um, open door with the counselor and those kinds of things. Yeah. So that was another part of it. Like a lot of people said, what are you going to call your talk? And I said, mental health. Like, well, maybe we should call it something with like positive brain or happy brain. I'm like, nah, let's just call it mental health. health, I think a lot of kids need to be assessed for mental illness and earlier as the earlier, the better. Yeah. Because, Every dysfunction, trauma in the family creates a lot of problems for kids. And of course, there's that ACE study. You may have heard of that. No. What is it? ACE study? ACE is an adverse childhood experiences study. They've done a mm. longitudinal study of kids going through divorce, separation, trauma, abuse, addiction from family. And they have a higher risk in adulthood of having mental illness, anxiety, depression, cancer, heart disease, addiction, mm-hmm. dysfunctional relationships. And you can take a score on Score yourself online too. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. Ace quiz. Ace quiz. Yeah. I think all that's very important to talk to kids about. Have them, have them assessed for what's going on in the house. So we, I could just do that with my own stepson here. Like I could get it online. The Ace, yeah, you can just Google the Ace quiz, and anybody can take it anytime. Huh? It's free. That's like ten questions. It's pretty quick. Yeah, that's a great resource. I'm going to yeah. use that one tomorrow. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, that your therapist, like, I will. I will promote you. So <laughs> no, absolutely. Well, you know, I went and became um, uh, a youth mental health uh, first aid. I got um, certified, I think, a year ago or two years ago. But it doesn't 
I don't get the opportunity as much to talk to kids as I get to talk to adults. Um, but I know for sure running a pediatric practice that, you know, the kids certainly needed help. And what we, what we do is we just put them on medication. And um, I'm, not, I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying that there's so many alternatives I don't think people know about. Right. And I, and I want to be able to help with that. I want to be able to help with those resources, but I don't want to do it without checking myself again. Right. You know? okay. sure. Like um, when I wrote my book, I will tell you that I relived the trauma in the days that I wrote it, that I thought like, I didn't even remember half of the stuff all came out when I started writing and because I'm so focused, I'm so solution based focused. It's almost like you just put that away. That's gone. Now we did that. We did that 25 years ago, Sharon, you don't need to talk about that anymore. That's in a box, put that away. And I was fascinated with how it like opened me up. You know, it made me even more sensitive to um, what others are probably going through with their trauma. And had I known that the trauma was probably what really offset my depression, I probably wouldn't have even gone that route of the antidepressants. But I didn't know. I was just listening to all the professionals. Sure, right. You know? So what do you think about trauma, like, do you think that's something I should be revisiting, talking about more, like the things that happen to me? Well, um, I'm trying to in a good trauma therapy called traumatic incident reduction therapy. So with that, if you have any any traumatic scenes that still bother you today, mm-hmm. that still cause stress or anxiety or uh, flashbacks, nightmares, triggers, etc., those need to be worked on. Yeah. But only if and so you would identify if you feel you need to work on anything. As we could talk about it, certainly, you go through your trauma. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get any trauma therapy back then? We had two sessions. So. Yeah, I never had. Nobody ever called. Well, like, what do I remember, right? From 25 years ago, I, I had a great therapist. He was the best. I loved him. He was perfect for me then because he didn't really say much. He just let me... And that was perfect. And But I don't think I touched upon it because I was probably still holding on to a lot of secrets because of the shame. So, and then I'm, I'm based in the solution in my recovery. I, I only follow the, uh, the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. So I don't focus on the problem anymore. So that's why I was so, so interested that now, of course, I'm, I'm listening to all these books about trauma and blah, 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 blah. And I realize our session is coming to an end. But um, I think because I, I didn't sleep for like two nights writing my book, okay. it was like this sign that, you know, you probably have some stuff that is just needs to come out to make sure that it, I'm, I'm not bringing it into other relationships or, you know, it's not affecting my growth. Because ultimately, that's what I want to do. It's just to continue to grow. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you provide a summary of the sessions that we have. Could you just tell me how it works a little bit? Oh, 
Well, I'm going to do a clinical note, and then if you wanted access to that, you have to contact Teldoc for your, if you want a clinical note. Oh, oh, no, I don't want that. I don't need yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, no, they didn't think you did. Yeah. No, but they said something about sending, something will be sent to me in the app. Oh, no. Oh, what I said was I don't do any reports. Oh, okay. I don't do any reports for short-term disability, long-term disability, FMLA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had like a notice in the app that said I would get something back. Maybe it's just confirmation that it's over. I don't know. I read it fast. Okay. Now, the sessions also are 45 minutes. If you want to go further, we could today. Or we can stop at 30. I think we, well, I, I thought it was, I thought I saw 25 minutes. Then again, this is, this yeah, is. Yeah, I, I'm not, I, don't, I don't see that. So maybe. That's fine. Maybe it, you're, you're it's probably my it. mistake. The truth is, I don't read much of anything. I'm always running. So okay. it's great that I know now that it's 45 minutes. But I think I'm going to do 30 today just because okay. I time my schedule um, okay, sure. to do that. Do you have any thoughts about harming yourself or somebody else? No. Yeah. And if you ever had a plan, would you agree to seek help first, talk to somebody, call 911? I would 100% do that. Great. So we can work on some goals and when we meet next time, we yep. like to share we can do as you said, the assessment of how you're doing, I can check and answer some more questions about your self-care and if you have any anxiety depression. Yeah. And just a quick question on your alcohol. Uh, how long did you drink or abuse alcohol before you got sober? So I was probably 14, probably 14 to 21, about okay. seven years. You drank pretty heavily? Yeah, I did. Okay. I smoked crack. I was okay. really bad. I blacked out and I moved to Detroit, Michigan and stayed there for two years. So I have a pretty traumatic story. Hence why, hence why I wrote a book about it. And hence why I'm thinking that that trauma, you know, I'm, I'm reading this great book. Um, I can't remember the name of it right now. I always forget the name of it, which is crazy. I keep reading it. I'm actually listening to it. And he talks a lot about trauma and he talks a lot about people going on medication when actually there hasn't been a lot of talk on trauma. Like what happened to you? You know, not, not so much what's wrong with you. I know that that was, you know, Oprah Winfrey brought that to light for me on 60 minutes one day. And I was so thrilled to hear that because I do know when, when one person who is a client of mine, I get to be a guinea pig of a lot of my doctors. So she wanted me to go through her own um, consultation. And the first thing she asked me was, what was the most traumatic thing that ever happened to you? And I could not believe it because nobody had ever asked me that in my life, especially a physician. Right. And I thought, wow, like, you can help so many people just by that question because I was immediately crying because it was such a shock and nobody had, had asked me that. I don't even remember what I told her. I probably lied. I probably lied. Okay. Yeah. So that said, I think that it's important that I make sure that I talk through that stuff myself. Certainly. Yeah. I'll yeah. put that down for, for a goal for you. Is that the location? Okay, sure. Good. That's great. Great. Do you want to schedule now or you want to log on later to make some times? Yeah, I'm going to, you know what, I have a computer out, so let me see if I could pull up my calendar. 
Sure. Is this usually a better day for you on a Friday? Um, I'm pretty, um, depends on the day, so. All right. Yeah, I'll, I think I'll, I can't pull up my computer for whatever, my calendar. Um, I think I'll go through it and just make a, an appointment that way. But sure. I don't even know how many sessions I get. I did, like, no due diligence except that you looked like a nice person. Okay. That you were in St. Pete. If I needed right. to drive to you, I could because I'm in That's true. the area. And that right. I could also refer you <laughs> because you were in right. St. Pete. Um, a lot of benefits to your location. So, um, yeah, I'll just schedule something. I'll look at my calendar and, and do it through the app. Right. Yeah. I would say, you know, we'll just keep going. I'm sure Tal Doc will let you know when your sessions are up. I'm sure they'll, they'll notify you. So. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. I'm going to max them out. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. And nice to meet you, sir. I'll talk to you down the road. All right. Sounds good. Have a good day. Right. Bye. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Okay. Well, that's over. I just want to give you some of my thoughts while we're recording. So... Yeah, I don't think I don't think his name was clear. I, I don't even know what the privacy is right now, and I don't know why my the coloring of this recording just went to red. That was interesting, but um, yeah, I thought that was good. He was nice, you know. I mean, yeah, I think everybody should do teletherapy. I'm I'm in my pajamas. And I have no makeup on. And uh, now I have to, well, I have to do yoga. I just, it's funny, right? Like he asked me about self-care. I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah, that's like the best question to ask. I don't need that myself because I'm a, an avid practitioner, but I could always be better and do better. But I think it's um wonderful. I can't wait to like listen back to this recording. I hope you got to hear our conversation. So that's it. That's uh. Sharon goes back to therapy. Have a good one.